Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today we're going to answer questions from our mailbag, George, and people have been writing in. we got lots to say. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Keep it coming. Let's go, mailbag. Okay, so this is from a follower, and he's written quite a bit. He's particularly asking, do women enjoy sexual intercourse? And he references a lot of my own work and podcasts. And he says, some of the things that you, Lori, have said is that a woman doesn't experience the same feeling in her vagina as a man feels with his penis during intercourse. I will say, again, men often think that the vagina is an inside-out penis, that exactly what he's feeling on the outside is what she's feeling on the inside. And again, it's, it is very different. And then he says, and you've also said, most women don't orgasm from intercourse, to which someone might ask, then why would women even want to have intercourse in the first place other than just to service her man? And then I've said, he's got a thesis going here. Foreplay is sex, which is fine, but that seems to imply intercourse doesn't do much for a woman. And then women don't want intercourse to last too long. Man, this guy, like like every reference that I said to intercourse, he's, he's gathered them all here. And he's, I said apparently that penetration feels is visceral pressure. And he's like, most men wouldn't consider just visceral pleasure to be anything looking forward to. And I also said, I guess, a woman's vagina feels good when penetrated, but her clitoris is more responsive. But I do mention the G-spot for a few points for intercourse. And so he's like, so, oh, and then I go on and on apparently about how, I mean, he's literally listed all the words that I've used that are negative. In Wanting Sex Again, that's my book, that I've used words like intercourse can hurt, make women feel anxious, it can be painful, fear of pain, hurt, burning, all sorts of things, which he must have gotten all from one chapter, which was on pain. But basically the question is like, what the heck? So women don't like intercourse. And I guess that's what I've been communicating. I'm the little defensiveness for me here, Lori. <laughs> Thank you, George. Well, I mean, again, I all I hear this listener saying is he wish women liked sex <laughs> intercourse, right? If it sounds like in a lot of his experiences with his friends and his relationships, uh, a lot of women over time are less interested in it. And some of what he's hearing you saying is factually some of that information, too. 
and he's hoping. I I could be wrong. I I think he's hoping like a lot of men that maybe you're wrong. <laughs> Women like it a lot more because what in the I, world be a so nice I advice? do not think that women don't like intercourse. Let me just be crystal clear here. I I can see how when you line up the data of what I've said that I have communicated something really wrong. <laughs> women Bring us like the good news, Lori. Bring us the good news here. Let's go. <laughs> women like intercourse. It feels great. Are you kidding me? I mean, it is so intimate, right? It's just having somebody inside your body. There's just, there's so much deep intimacy and pleasure and it feels great. Please, everybody hear me. No, women like intercourse. All I'm, my point has just been that most women don't climax from intercourse, but that doesn't mean that they don't love it or need it or want it or crave it. I mean, yes, women like intercourse. Lots of, most women like intercourse. Most women like intercourse a lot. Can I say it again? <laughs> I got to You're on a roll. Keep it going. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, I just think that there's misconceptions about it and, my husband's favorite joke is, you know, if God were thinking he would have put the clitoris in the vagina. And he's like, his punchline is, yeah, but then we'd have never found it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, women do like intercourse and some women climax with that. And all women, I think, you know, I, I've talked to lots of women who their husband has prostate cancer and then they lose their erections and... Even women who have said in the past, you know, not so interested in sex, they talk about their longing for intercourse. And it just kills me, right, because all those wasted years that they were resisting sex, but once it's gone, then they feel that deep longing to be joined in that way and to be that intimate with their partner. And that's an exception, certainly. I mean, it was surprising for me when I heard you the first time with that statistic that you know, less than 10% of women orgasm during intercourse. And for most men, that is like, that's like the most pressure. And, it, you know, it, it's hard to imagine that women enjoy sex if they can't orgasm. Because for, for most men, that's, you know, the orgasm is the most important part of sex. So they will imagine, so I get where the reader, the listener is coming from. But it is. I remember it, your face when I said that, George. <laughs> you look like I'd slapped you in the face. Well, I probably went home and talked to both of my sons who were didn't want to hear about it. But I think it's. <laughs> Do we you know where the clitoris is? At uh, <laughs> mountaintops. I mean, it 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 helps men. It doesn't right? just help women. It takes a lot of pressure off. Right. But we're also getting so focused then on the orgasm and the physical act of intercourse that we're we're leaving out that that emotional, that sensual, that that spiritual, these other components that are. I, and so I loved your description that says this is to have somebody inside of you. I mean, where else do you get a chance to experience that? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right? And, even if I mean, you can't orgasm, there's something about the intimacy with that. You you can't get another way. You can, you know, rub your clitoris and have an orgasm, and that's really important and great. But it's not the same thing as what intercourse can do. Right. And right. I would say most women would choose sex with a partner over masturbation any day of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that that almost in heterosexual sex almost always includes intercourse. I think that's some of the difference, right? What you just said is orgasm in intercourse is, is usually how a man climaxes. So he can't imagine it. It's not necessarily how a woman climaxes, but 
Right. So, so, okay, so, so it's just more to variety. That, Lori, just to, because that's so important to, for both to expand their perspectives, to have, you know, more ways of connecting. Like as yeah. a man, I have to understand that my wife not having an orgasm, statistically, it's not likely during intercourse. That doesn't mean it's still not amazing for her. And there's right. another way for her to have an orgasm, which means we just become more flexible with each other. Yeah. And I, gosh, I just hate that this is what I have said, or at least the way what this listener has heard. Because I, I don't think that that would be seconded by very many women that I know, that they would say that. I mean, I think it's, and I would say that, you know, for some women, they don't absolutely have to have an orgasm to count it as sex or to count it as good sex. I mean, sometimes just being with your partner who is highly aroused, they climax. I mean, bam, that's, I mean, that experience of being together is so great and so great emotionally. I, you know, I think if there's a pattern of that, it can be problematic, right? Mm -hmm. She has to have orgasms to have that desire, to have that turn on, like you've talked about, George, to have her want him. I mean, she has to also have a physiological reward that hits her too. But yeah, I think it's really different for how women have an expectation. I, I don't, I, I think what I worry about and why I maybe talk about it so much is so many women come in and they say they failed, you know, yeah, right. I, I don't do it the right way. I don't do it the real way. Yeah, I can climax, but only if he touches me. And I'm like, oh, girlfriend, that is the way for you. But I'm certainly not in any way denigrating intercourse as fantastic. Well, I, I appreciate the mailbag comment because I think it's it's helping you to have a, a more holistic message. It is so important that you have to stand up to help women recognize there's not something wrong with them if they can't have an orgasm during intercourse. You know, so you need that information to and, get out there. And, and there's, not something, there's not something wrong with him. Right. If she right. doesn't, right? right? There's nothing wrong with him. And to add this part of the message, to really accentuate that, that there are so many other things, even if there isn't an orgasm, that are so important emotionally and physically and, and, and to that intimacy, that that's also hugely important. And it feels good. And it feels amazing. <laughs> For both parties. So we'll come back after this. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. Hey, I want to let you guys know all about George. He's written and contributed to several books, and I'd especially like to draw your attention to his book, Sacred Stress, a radically different approach to using life's challenges for positive change. His book is about a mission on how you adopt new strategies and turn stresses into a positive force in your life. And who among us doesn't live with a lot of stress these days? We'll keep you posted as to all he's doing. 
But George and other EFT therapists all around the country and the world hold couples retreats called Hold Me Tight, which is developed by Sue Johnson, and it helps secure your own relationship. If you'd like therapy with George, find him at georgefowler.com. So I want to talk about another person who's written into us. And again, we thank you for these mail bags. So I love these things. It's it's so awesome to get feedback from people that actually are listening and yeah. wrestling with this stuff. They're kind of passionate about it like us. So they take the actually extra time to kind of let us know. It's so cool. Point two. You hit a fear of most men that, and I think there's a reality that a lot of women don't like intercourse. I do not think that. Well, that's a lot of men's experience that women could do without it. You know, they do take one for their country and, you know, it's uh, unfortunately, and that's not intercourse, that's just sex in general. Okay, so sex in general, though, is different than intercourse, don't you think? But intercourse is the same. I mean, it, it becomes symptomatic of the whole thing, right? If you're not into, if you if you think you're supposed to intercourse, have an orgasm towards intercourse and you don't, Mm-hmm. And you feel bad about yourself. You don't have the reward. And then you're just doing it for your husband. And over time, your body just doesn't really like it. And I mean, your body doesn't respond over time. It doesn't respond. I mean, and the more it doesn't respond, the more pressure, the more you fight over it, the more you don't want to do it. I mean, how many couples, millions of couples are doing that exact same thing? So, you know, I, I do think physiologically, if women get aroused and they don't reach orgasm, what I imagine happens, and I, I haven't read the study, but, you know, it's like this their body. This might be your future study here. This is my future study. Is, you know, if you go up that hill and there's no relief, basically she stays aroused for a very long time. So, like, her body literally stays aroused for a very long time. Sort of on a mild, you've heard of blue balls. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. It's like her tissue stays engorged. She doesn't, she doesn't get that release. And so it's uncomfortable, but it's, it's slightly for a woman, I think it's slightly below consciousness. And so without orgasm over time, she's not, she's not, her body will turn off and won't go up the hill. Mm-hmm. Arousal becomes more difficult, but I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think in menopause, a lot of women have pain, they have difficulty so that's a, I think that's a big fear. I've had a man friend of mine, a really good guy friend But if mine. you take that example of climbing that hill and not getting over the other side in orgasm, then your body is being trained without any rewards to like it less. Yeah. And then the more it's not okay to like it less because your partner is going to protest. So you, now you're, there's more pressure to push yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a setup for not liking sex. And no, I it's think, the setup for the negative cycle over sex. Right, exactly. And that it, negative cycle. It's not cycle. the setup for, to, I mean, that's like saying a withdrawing partner doesn't like emotions. I mean, sex is fantastic, right? We're not talking about going to the dentist. You know, we're talking about intimate. The, I mean, all of us, don't I, you think? I love we, how you're getting a glimpse into the emotional withdrawal because. Sex does become like the dentist for too many people out there. And their way of dealing with it is to not want to engage. And that leaves the other partner chronically feeling rejected and chronically kind of 
feeling resentful. And the more resentful they are and critical they are, the more the other person continues to get turned off, the more they don't want to have sex for really good reasons. It's definitely that negative sexual cycle. So that mailbag comment was just saying, focus it on the withdrawer part of it mm-hmm. and not seeing kind of his contribution to that person not enjoying sex, right? This mm-hmm. is two people co-create something. That's right. And two people are needed to fix it. But I would say the difference between the sexual cycle and the emotional cycle is that there's like a biological need that, aside from testosterone, which obviously drives men more than women for sex, but in women and in men, there's this biological need that we have to be touched. And once we hit adolescence, it's eroticized, you know, boom. It's about sex for all of us. And that, that's the way adults, I'm not saying that they can't cuddle and touch and be naked together and stroke each other and all that, but there is this thing that happens to us that it becomes sexual at a certain age. So the withdrawing partner is also like cutting off their nose to spite their face in, in the sexual cycle that maybe, I mean, I, I think emotionally too, but Maybe there's other reasons emotionally, but this is there's like a driver physiologically that I think is so important. But is it the same driver emotionally that an emotional withdrawer is kind of cutting off their need for connection, for comfort, for reassurance? You're right. You're right. right. And that's why we're doing this because we're so passionate about lovingly getting the good reasons people are turning away from what they most need. And then trying to prime that pump to get them to start saying, wait a second, think how much better life could be if you actually started heading towards these areas. Mm-hmm. So it breaks my heart when I see people who, for really good reasons, don't get enough rewards during sex and it becomes an obligation. And then they get dumped on with criticism and resentment. That is not a great recipe to get turned on. And then they feel like there's something wrong with them and they beat themselves up. I mean, and sex for really good reasons doesn't work out so well for them. That's right. Yeah. My career based on this one, you know, but go back for a minute for me to your truth of, yeah, but Lori, a lot of women do turn off. I, I agree that women tend to turn off libido, but I think it's, it's a complicated cycle. Yeah, it's. There, it is it a is byproduct part- of the cycle. It is not something in that woman that's turning them off. It's a byproduct of their of the environment. Of the partnership. Partly of the partnership. The way they see body. the world, the way they've been raised, the way, yeah. you know, there's a whole... It's a complex formula. Mm. And but not, it's a not way, always his fault. It's a way too common formula. Say that again. It's way too common. They're way so what too- do you feel about that as a man when you say that? I know, I know as a man, if it was a gay couple of two men and, and one man is in that same environment, which I see a lot of, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's terribly tragic there too, that they, they, they so want to stop the bad thing from happening that they lose the opportunity for the good thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a huge turnoff for anyone to kind of not like their body, to not be able to kind of tap into their libido to be constantly criticized and dumped on with resentment. I mean, that's, 
And then they do the you most mean from loving, the sexual pursuer, right? And then they do the most loving thing they could do, and they just try to go ahead, go with it. But they, I love your image. They keep trying to get up the hill, and every time they don't get to the top, it just trains them to not want to do it next time. Mm-hmm. And yet, to not do it hurts their partner, so they just keep trying and forcing themselves and disconnect and check away from their body. I mean, and it just continues to build momentum to not like sex. It's mm-hmm. so, to me, I always use that image of a math equation. It's so predictable how they get here. Mm-hmm. And it's, there are some really concrete things they can do differently to start listening to their body so they can have more success. Yeah. Keep it hot. Thanks for listening. And for Play Family, I want you to know we had our highest download day ever, thanks to you. Our downloads are just increasing by leaps and bounds. We are so grateful for your sharing. Thank you again. Definitely subscribe. That helps our rankings in iTunes, which is important for us. Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.